This program deals with themes of an adult nature and is intended for a mature audience. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. Our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside of this world. We must guard against the military-industrial complex. UFOs, paranormal phenomena, and deep analysis of current world events. From somewhere in the desert, between Area 51 and Roswell, blasting across the planet, the Manticore Network proudly presents Fairy Tales. Because the truth will set you free. Headline edition, July 8, 1947. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! The power they took from the people will return to the people. The Matrix is everywhere. It is all around us. It is the world that has been pulled over your eyes to blind you from the truth. Shall I tell you what I find beautiful about you? You are in charge of the best when things are worse. Sooner or later, though, you always have to wake up. Be skeptical, but don't close your mind. Greetings to everyone around the world, and a warm welcome to another edition of Veritas at VeritasRadio.com. I'm your host, Mel Fambergas. And I sincerely thank you for joining me once again. And if this is your first time, please make yourself at home. As always, I want to thank you, Veritas member, for making Veritas possible. Please subscribe at VeritasRadio.com to listen to all segments of tonight's interview, which is also presented inside Veritas TV on video. Subscribe not because you want to believe, but because you want to know. And don't forget to visit the Veritas store for MMS, USB drives with all our seasons, including bonus material, and everything else we have to offer. As I said last week, like us on Facebook and visit the page frequently. It is updated on a daily basis with news you won't get in the mainstream. And to get in touch with us for member support, media inquiries, you want to be a guest or are a whistleblower. There's a link for you by clicking on the contact button of our website at VeritasRadio.com. A few days ago, you listened or watched a wonderful interview with Grant Cameron, in which he explores the UFO consciousness connection. Tonight, you will hear from another favorite Veritas veteran, Richard Dolan. This interview, like Cameron's, was filmed at the 2013 International UFO Congress, Again, it's available on video inside Veritas TV. Dolan is known for his impeccable research into UFOs and the national security state. Recently, he co-wrote A.D., 
After Disclosure, The People's Guide to Life After Contact. It seems that many researchers are now transitioning into what seems to be unavoidable, the reality of extraterrestrial life. During this interview, we discussed Dolan's new work, a new book that should be available sometime in late April or early May 2013, titled UFOs for the 21st Century Mind. Recent polls indicate that most of the population believes in extraterrestrial life, but with talk of global financial collapse, terrorism, war, and everything else that plagues our society, how relevant are UFOs in the 21st century? How deep is human interaction with technology? Are we entering a new world of singularity and transhumanism? How long can we stand government runaway secrecy? And can we accept there is a breakaway civilization? For this and much more, Richard Doland, right now on Veritas. This is Matt Stein, author of When Disaster Strikes and When Technology Fails, and you're listening to Veritas. This is Mel Fabregas from Veritas, Veritas TV, Veritas Radio. I'm here with my other friend, Richard Dolan. This morning I interviewed another great researcher, Grant Cameron from Canada. Now we move to the United States. And if you don't know who Richard Dolan is, you've been living under a rock for the past, you know, decade or two. So Richard, welcome to Veritas once again. How are you? I'm Mel. I'm always happy to be on your show. Great. Thank you. And... You have a new book that's coming out in the next couple of months. I'm always interested in knowing what Richard Dolan is researching because your research is is basically stellar and you dot all your I's and cross all your T's. So what are you working on? Yeah, this is a new, it's actually a very exciting book for me. I'm calling it UFOs for the 21st Century Mind. Uh, I think of it as a, a new introduction to the entire field, but a sophisticated introduction. This is not a a low-level intro. Uh, It is something, though, that I think is uh, I've designed it to take the entire field of UFOs and give it a very fresh approach, a very modern modern look, so that it doesn't feel like it's 1985. Every time you crack open some UFO book, I feel like it... Some of them, to me, feel like they're obsolete the moment they become, you know, in print. Uh, Maybe that's just me. So... The whole book came out of an idea. I was, I was approached a little over a year ago by an online university called the International Metaphysical University. And really what they were doing is creating a series of courses on uh, topics that were not the types of topics, topics you get at an ordinary university. So uh, courses in higher consciousness and uh, and other things like that. And then they were starting up a ufology department. The problem was I had no UFO courses, so they approached me with the idea of whether I would want to create an introduction to ufology course for this online school, and I thought and uh, decided, yes, I I actually would like to do it because it will give me an opportunity to take a few steps back from this entire field and look at the whole big picture and create what I think, in my opinion, is the best complete true introduction to this entire field. And uh, 
And I did, I created the lecture series for them, and I'm now turning that lecture series into this book, which is UFOs of the 21st Century Mind. Um, and really what I try to do is I, I look at everything. So there's the history, which I've, that's really been my entry into the U, field of UFO studies as a historian. Uh, in this case, though, I've got chapters dealing with the whole gamut of the history of sightings from ancient right up until today. Uh, but there's a lot of philosophy in this book. There's a, a great deal of science in this book. There's a great deal of political analysis at, at the, the shallow and deep levels in this book. There's a great deal of uh, discussion on how we are best able to understand UFOs in an era of YouTube and Facebook, in an era of copy-and-paste journalism, where all of the latest little rumors get, you know, spread like wildfire before you know what's even happened. Um, and then there's a chapter, I mentioned science, but the, when you think about science and UFOs, this is something I think that does not get enough attention. There's so many revolutionary scientific aspects of the UFO phenomenon, from something as simple as propulsion technology, how do these objects move from hovering, loitering indefinitely to instant acceleration, Right? What, what allows them to do that? What's the science behind it? I try to explore this. To uh, issues of space-time itself, to issues of consciousness, which has, I think, uh, become a very important element for uh, many researchers in the whole topic of UFOs. And these are things that I explore. Uh, and then I also take a look at uh, something that I wrote about in my previous book, AD After Disclosure, which is just dealing with all of the implications of the end, the probable end of UFO secrecy at some point in the future and how that will affect us. All of these things are part of what I would call like the new ufology. All right. In other words, ufology is a little bit more than, uh, you know, studying, uh, asking a, a witness, how far, if you hold your fingers out at arm's length, was the object as large as a nickel or a quarter? I mean, that's part of it, but there's much more here than studying reports of unidentified flying objects. Uh, you know, a lot of the book deals with our own encounters with these other beings, whoever and whatever they are. That's essentially where the rubber meets the road and what is going on with that. So all of these things, to me, comprise important aspects of the entire field of UFOs. And what I have tried to do is, in about 300 pages, in like one nice size book, give a... Give a new reader or an experienced reader, I think, a fresh, kind of a cutting-edge introduction to this entire topic in a way that will allow us to, to think about it, I think, in a logical, rational way, but in a creative way, so that we actually can make some headway. And by the way, when you and I graduated from, from college, we didn't have, speaking of copy and paste culture, we didn't have Wikipedia, no. or we, we have Google, so... But you have been always looking at the history of the UFO phenomenon. Then you transition to more of projection, proje uh, the projections of what a world would look like after yes. this closure. What changed you? That transformation into looking at the, the, the how the world would look like, what changed you? Well, yeah, I, a lot of people, because I entered this field as a historian, and that's really how everyone got to know me. So they thought, well, that's really what this guy does. And really, that's never been the only thing that I've been about. Uh, when I was a student in college, I had two majors. One was history, one was literature. I had a minor as well. It was philosophy. 
As I've always been like this. And uh, when I look at the field of ufology, I have to be creative or I would just wither and die. I have to look at it in an original way. So I, I look at it historically. But when I did a book like AD After Disclosure, that was a very speculative piece about the future. And it was a joy to write that book, by the way. Um, you know, it was a different type of endeavor than going through archives, checking, fact-checking this and that. We did a lot of fact-checking, actually, in AD After Disclosure, but it was, a, it was different. Uh, a lot of it was trying to envision how things would turn out after UFO secrecy were to end. And our conclusion, by the way, was that this promises to be a very, very radical, I would say revolutionary series of changes, and that probably, more than anything else, explains why there's secrecy about it. Because ending the secrecy really will transform our world. Uh, but yeah, that was a very, uh, that was an uh, exercise in being a visionary, and it was a great thing to do. This book, as well as I think a creative endeavor, it's, it's, it's as much a personal attempt as it is for me to just write a book for people. That is for me to try to tell myself, to figure out for myself what I think about this incredible greatest of all mysteries, which is that of UFOs. Um, and really, um, I think it's hard to, uh, to describe this book because it is a kind of fresh introduction. So there's like a little bit of everything in it. But I do have uh, certain things that I think are new and unusual that have not been discussed in this book. Uh, one thing is, is simply, I talked about, you know, the era that we now live in, the era of Facebook and YouTube. And I mean, think about how different it is than, than it was 50 years ago or even 30 years ago, where the biggest problem that people had back then was getting access to data, getting actual sighting reports. Really, how, how were people able to do that? It was not easy to get collections of UFO sightings. Now, it's exactly the opposite. Now, if you want to find even UFO video, that used to be rare. Now, UFO video, there's hundreds of alleged UFO videos every year. To say nothing of more than 10,000 sighting reports per year in North America alone from just the two major websites. That is the MUFON database and the National UFO Reporting Center. If you take all of those sightings and add them up, it's over 10,000 a year. Can you imagine? Now, isn't this a <clears throat> double-edged sword? I remember in the mid-80s to, to uh, late-80s with my Commodore 64, Commodore 128, going through the <clears throat> EBS systems. Yes. This was to me, I felt like I was hacking into the government at, at, at times. I remember that as well, and I felt the same way. So it was, uh, it was really a great experience. And then we have the advent of the Internet. Isn't this a double-edged sword? Because now we have Photoshop. Now we have all these, exactly. these applications that can, right. that can emulate what Hollywood is doing. And it's very, you can't even discern sometimes what's reality from fiction. Well, right. This is, this, this is uh, an important theme in, in this section of the book where I'm talking about the challenges that we face every single day when we're dealing with UFO data. I mean, for myself, I'm sure for you, Mel, I get emails probably every day from people asking me, Rich, what do you think about this photograph? What do you think about that video? What do you think about this claim? And the fact is, on the, I don't know any better than they do when they're writing to me most of the time. But, but because I'm, I'm constantly being asked to comment on photographs and videos, I, I have learned some very good research techniques 
basic computer web searches that I think many people are still to this day not aware of. And I try to point this out. I mean, a couple of examples I'll just tell you is one, um, when you're looking up a, an image, I think many people are not aware of, of uh, reverse image searches. It's only been about less than two years that Google has offered reverse image searches in its search engine. And basically what that means is it's just simply taking an image from your files, from your file system, you drag it into their search bar for Google image search. And incredibly, what it will do is it will search throughout the web for all examples of that image. Wherever that image exists on the web, that search will find it. By the image, not by the text? Correct. Wow. That's called reverse image search. See, now, a lot of people still don't know it. I use it frequently. I, almost, I would almost say daily, certainly weekly, multiple times every week when I'm searching out an image. A lot of times I just find it very useful to know who else has that image. And then what you can do is even, and this is really a good research tool, is you search by date. And if you go into, uh, you can do reverse image searches or you can do search by date. For example, if there's a particular claim um, that's become a meme or a theme in, in UFO research and you want to find out the first instance of that, wh where did it originate? You're able to do it through uh, the Google search engine. If you go into advanced tools, it's right up there at the top, and you, you can see search by date, and you can go back as far in the calendar as you want, basically into the early 1990s, and you can find, you literally can find the first instance in which a piece of information has made it to the web. And by knowing that, you're actually able to trace the lineage of that idea on the web. And to know the origin, many times will give you a very good idea of how legitimate it is or not. So you can tell if it's been doctored by looking at yes, the person? Yes, absolutely. And all of these tools are available to us. One, one thing that I'm telling people in this book is because we're flooded with all of, these, all of this data, all of these claims, we really have got to step our own game up as researchers. And that means everybody. That means you who's watching. It's not, it's not enough to just write to some researcher who's some, you know, faraway distant expert in your mind who says, well, if this expert says it, then it must be true. That's not really good enough. Because really all that we are are people doing our best on our own time to figure this stuff out. And what really I think is going to be necessary moving forward in this field is for people who care about this topic to become better researchers. And that means <clears throat> not accepting every claim at face value. It means not getting worked up and excited over the latest claim, the latest prediction, the latest whatever. Uh, rather, take a little bit of time, do a little bit of research, and hunt down uh, the origin of these things. The other thing is, even if we don't want to do it ourselves, uh, there's always someone out there who has probably done the legwork. When someone asks me a, uh, to check out a video on YouTube, uh, one thing I will always do after I watch the video is I will go through the YouTube comments that are right there. I mean, nine times out of 10, there's gonna be a couple of people or at least one person who really has something insightful uh, and useful to say about it. Th these people go through the effort to do some research and put it out there. The least we can do is read what they have to say. 
and use our own judgment in deciding what we think of it. Uh, but really, one of the important things that, that I would say is that we, we need to have an open mind about this topic because there's something very... Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it because you don't want to believe, you want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.